Christmas and happy holidays. Week 16 has arrived for you fantasy players. Most of you are in the second round of your playoffs. If you're still playing for something, congratulations for those of you that are not that got eliminated last week after talking (laughs) a lot of shit. Congratulations to you as well uh, that you get to start prepping for the draft. But boys, as promised last week, we were going to have ourselves a weekend, and we sure as hell did. And let's uh, let's just hope that that continues here in week 16 as we have another three days in a row of football, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, three games on Christmas Day. It's going to be beautiful. But, uh, Mike, good to see you with us this week as well. Uh, and Dave is back. Me and Dave are actually in person. Yes, sir. Up here in beautiful Illinois. But Mike, any words you want to say about our week last week? Uh, we're back, bitches. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I mean, what an amazing uh, week for us. And uh, I know you're going to report on the um, on some other things that we also hit. But um, it just it's good to be back. It's good to have that confidence and um, I'm I'm looking forward to you telling them how we did as a show and and what we did. So yeah, let's let's do it again this week. Dave, any words before we get into last week? You know, I was just thinking I could be a little off, but it seems like we've been on a nice little trend the last few weeks. We had that one week where we were off. I think it was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Not like a horrible week, just our first, you know, like forty five percent maybe or somewhere around there. But outside of that, last five weeks been pretty good. I think got a couple parlays and it's been solid. Yeah, you had a good couple weeks ago. The show as a whole last week did bad. Me and Mike been down for a couple weeks. It was a good rebound mm-hmm. this week. So let's talk about it. I went 8-4 and four last week, 94-77 and 77 on the season. Mike, 7-3, and 81-52. The super soft, wet noodle, whiskey dick bed of the week hit. For its second time, Dave went six and four, 81 and 72. He does have three teasers that have hit so far this year after having none that hit last year sure. as a show. 21 and 11 last week, 255 and 215 with five parlays hit this season, boys, as we wind down the year. That's incredible. Hell of a year. Mm-hmm. Good stuff for a bunch of idiots to get together and talk into some microphones. Yeah. Let's get into it. 3.30 Saturday on NBC, the six or the eight and six Bengals will be at the seven and seven Steelers. Cincinnati favored by two and a half. Pretty low total here in Pittsburgh of 38 and a half. Dave, since this is the first time we've been together all year, I want you to start us. I appreciate that. Um, this is a gross game. With you know the Bengals with the backup QB who's been playing well, uh, he came back last week and got them that W. Uh, and the Steelers have been ugly for four or five weeks now, uh, losing to bad teams, losing to good teams. Um, they're still seven and seven against the spread somehow. The spreads are typically 
one to three every game they play in. Um, and they're still not out of the playoff race. So I'm going to take Steelers at home plus two and a half. Uh, a couple notes I got down. George Pickens is a problem. He yes. is attitude problem, not blocking. It's his effort is visually not there, uh, but an unbelievable talent. Uh, they got to get him the ball to keep him in the game. Uh, Mason Rudolph getting the start. I think they're going to go kind of like, fuck it, let him air it out a little bit. Got nothing to lose. Uh, Jamar Chase is out. That'll be a big miss for the Bengals. And I like the Steelers plus two and a half here at home. All right. I can see it. Mike. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of been the story of the year, right? Backup quarterback versus backup quarterback. Uh, and Pittsburgh's actually going to go with um, – Mason Rudolph uh, this week. I don't know if that was like, you know, a Christmas time decision uh, to throw Rudolph in there right at Christmas. Um, but uh, he's going to suck just as bad as Pickens has sucked and, and uh, bitch Trubisky has sucked. Um, the one thing I'll say about this game <clears throat> is Pittsburgh's, uh, Pittsburgh's just been awful at scoring points lately. And to your point, um, you know, uh, pick Pickens has just an awful attitude uh, reminds me a lot of like Antonio Brown. It seems to just kind of go around uh, with them for the Pittsburgh Steelers and their diva wide receivers. Um, but the one thing I do know about this game is that Pittsburgh's defense is going to show up. Um, it's going to be a very low scoring game. So I don't know who wins this game. I think it's a super freaking boring game, but I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the under on this one. Um, I think both teams probably don't score a lot of points, especially with Chase being out. Um, that's that's the decision I'm going to make, under 38.5. But I will say this, the Steelers are cooked. They're done. Um, and I'll uh, move on to Danda for his thoughts. Yes, it's backup quarterback to backup quarterback, but you cannot deny that the Bengals have been playing very good football. Yes, they're going up against a defense in Pittsburgh that is pretty darn good. But Mr. Browning has showed himself to play pretty well, and I want him to get nice and hopped up before he comes into Arrowhead on New Year's Eve <laughs> and think he's hot shit and then just get absolutely pancaked by Stone Cold Chris Jones. Give me the Bengals minus two and a half here in this one on Saturday afternoon. So we're split all together. Yeah, very split. Mike, I like that underplay, though. Thank you. All right. This one exclusively on Peacock, Saturday night at 7 Central. The 8 and 6 Bills at the 5 and 9. Talk about cooked team Chargers. They done <clears throat> d- disastrous. Buffalo favored by 12 and a half, 43 and a half your total in this football game. I will kick us off here. Um, I worry that the Bills will play down to a bad Chargers team, but I do think some points will be scored here. Uh, give me the over 43 and a half here. The game inside, no threat of weather or anything like that. But Buffalo is coming off of a very emotional victory against Dallas at home last week, having to cross the country. Um, 12 and a half was too big for me to think that they could cover, but I also have absolutely zero trust in the Chargers. So just go with the total here. Give me the over 43 and a half. Mike? Uh, this game is going to be very similar to the uh, the Cowboys game, uh, Bills-Cowboys. The Bills have found their stride with running. Uh, with finding their stride with running, they find their stride with passing, 
They're working as a team right now. They will win this game. I don't know if they cover these points, but I do know this. I think that the Bills, I mean, if you look at how many yards that Josh Allen had passing last week, I think he was under 100 yards or he was he was really close to just 100 yards passing. They dominated that game on the ground. They chewed up tons of clock, which is not like the Buffalo Bills, but that's the their key to winning and getting into the playoffs and actually taking the East. Um, that's going to be my bold prediction. I think the Bills run out. And I think they take the East. I really do. Um, and and good luck playing the Bills in the freaking playoffs. With that being said, I think that the Bills probably do cover this line. I don't think the Chargers are going to be able to score with Herbert being out. Um, Keenan Allen is uh, questionable right now and, uh, and, and more doubtful than questionable. So with not a lot on the line, I don't even know if they'll play him. I don't think the Chargers score a lot of points here. I think the Bills eat up a lot of time. Um, so therefore... I'm going to go with the under here. I'm going to go 43.5 under. Um, and I think that the Bills probably do win by double digits, but I just don't think that the Chargers score on the Bills. And I think the Bills eat a lot of clock. Dave? Yeah, I'm on the same uh, page with Mike here. Uh, the quarterback for the Chargers, I think his last name is Stick. Um, the Chargers' last three games, Herbert played against the Patriots. They scored six points and won six to zero. Uh, the next game, they scored seven points with stick in against someone. And then last week, they scored 21, but it was pretty garbage with a 63 to 21 game. So I'm going to go with the under here. Bills run game got going last week. Uh, Bills are hitting the under on 71% of their games this season. I- I'm seeing something like a 27 to 10 kind of game. Uh, so give me the under here and just kind of the Bills controlling the clock in the whole game. You'll see Josh Allen throw more. I mean, that it's kind of a jaded stat line last week. You couldn't throw up there last week. The <laughs> wind was swirling. It yeah. was disgusting in Buffalo. You know, most of Maine without power <laughs> on Sunday and Monday because it was just basically a monsoon up there. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens in this one. My, You know, just so you know, my thought process, if the Raiders can put up 62, the the Bills can put up 40. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, also, I mean, they have a new coach, too, and you've always talked about that new coach mojo, and that's yeah. one of the other things that kind of factored yeah. into me thinking that that they may be able to stand their ground a little bit more defensively with that little bit of uh, adrenaline. We shall see. It will be very interesting on Peacock. Kind of weird that they put that game on there. Yeah. I saw that today. I would have thought that that Bengal Steelers would have been on there, but I guess Steeler Nation probably would have thrown a fit on that. Yeah, no one gives a shit about Bills Mafia, and the Chargers have no fans. The Ocho didn't pick up the Steeler game this week, so they had no <laughs> option. <laughs> All right, let's get into Sunday. The eight and six Colts will be at the six and eight Falcons noon on CBS. Atlanta favored by two and a half here, forty four and a half the number. Um. Talk about coaches on a hot seat. To me, Arthur Smith has mm-hmm. to be absolutely burning right now. Yeah. And I saw a lot of reports this week of uh, Kirby Smart is actually rumored to be uh, in talks to take over that team and could explain some of the decommits that he's had down in Georgia over the past week. Um, could be interesting to see. I mean, we've talked about it before. I feel like Arthur Smith just has this mindset of, okay, well, 
they'll expect me to do this. So I'm going to do the absolute opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, they expect us to run with Bichon. No, we've got Drake London and Pitts that are, can be great, but no, they expect us to do that. So we're going to throw it to our linebacker, mm-hmm. whatever the hell they want to <laughs> do. It, it's disastrous. I love Minshew. You all know, I love Minshew and especially Minshew as a dog down in Atlanta. Give me Colts money line here. Dave? Yeah, pretty easy decision for me here. Um, Colts have been so competitive all year, especially, I mean, Richardson was nice to start, and then once he got hurt, uh, Minshew really has done a a solid job uh, coming in, getting the ball out pretty quick. He almost got uh, Pittman killed last week, but glad to see he's okay. That was pretty scary. Yeah, uh, could be a manslaughter charge. It was bad, <laughs> but he's been solid. Um, they're ten and four against the spread this season, and they're getting points against a team that just had a. They just look terrible some weeks, and they Ritter's just not it. I mean, he shows glimpses of being good, but he. I mean, he's a rookie, but I like the Colts plus two and a half here, especially with their against the spread record, and and they're playing pretty solid football. So, all right, Mikey. Yeah, um, so I don't know if y'all knew this, but um, they're actually benching um, Ritter this week, and they're going to go with uh, Tyler Heineke. Um, So, I mean, I I think we know a little bit about Tyler Heineke with being with Washington. Um, You know, he's had some glimpses of doing some things, and I know that the Falcons are trying to change it up a little bit. but I am definitely going to go 100% with uh, the Colts here. Um, I think that they've been playing really good ball. Um, I think that uh, um, Gardner Minshew has done an amazing job with them this this year. Um, he is playing, right? Gardner's not injured, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Minshew mania, baby. Give me Minshew mania all day long. Um, I'll take uh, the Colts with the points there. This is not the first time the Falcons have benched Ritter. He had to come in again due to injury. So no surprises there. Let's get into our first game that has playoff implications. The 10 and 4 Lions will be at the 7 and 7 Vikings. With a win, Detroit clinches the NFC North. Mm -hmm. That would be very nice for them to do that against an NFC North opponent. I'm sure that they would absolutely love to celebrate inside the bowels of U.S. Bank Stadium. That being said, the team is on a slight skid, I would say, of late, struggling to put teams away. Uh, That's okay to do right now, but you've got to figure that out here pretty quick. You need to be on that high note going into the playoffs, and they've got something to play for here, and they're favored by three with 47 being the total in this game. But Dan Campbell has to get that team's mojo back. You can't just go up and go up a lot early and coast. And we saw the Chiefs do this a couple of years ago where they would the first half they would just absolutely destroy you. And then in the second half they take their foot off the gas. The difference here is the Lions are losing those games or they're getting way too close. They've got to get back to where they can just put you away. And I would really like to see against the Minnesota team that doesn't know who their quarterback is on a week-to-week basis, Mm. this is the one that you just put your foot down and you stomp their dick in however you want to do it. 
this could be a game you need to go out there like the Raiders did last week against the Chargers and put up 63 if you can. Have that defense swarming. Have the offense do what it needs to do. That being said, though, give me Detroit minus three in this game, and uh, they win the NFC North on Sunday. Mike? With you, buddy. Uh, we said it last week. We were kind of waiting for that uh, that rebound game. We'd been waiting for it, me, you, and, uh, me and you, Danda, for three weeks now. Um, they had that breakout game last week. They got their uh, their mojo back. They got mm-hmm. their confidence back. Um, their running game has been amazing, um, and Jared Goff has really done a really great job of, of managing that offense. Um, so I'm with you, man. Uh, I think that if uh, the Vikings were playing in an outdoor stadium, uh, I might be the other way. But I mm-hmm. think that there are some points in this game. So I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take the Lions minus three. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this game actually was minus three, if it came down to a, a last-minute field goal. I don't think that the Lions are really going to stomp them. It's really, really tough to play in Minnesota, regardless of what team um, comes out. Um, JJ, is JJ uh, in this yeah, week? He's in. Yeah, he's in. He's in. Um, that, that Minnesota offense, man, I'll tell you what, if they could just have a quarterback – um, they really do have some weapons. I mean, it, it, it's scary uh, when they get a good quarterback in there. They're going to be really good. But give me the Lions. Give me those points. Um, and, uh, and, and I think that the Lions continue to, to run uh, through the playoffs. Yeah, I think Scott Swift's going to be the, the Vikings quarterback this week. <laughs> Who knows? Dave? Uh, I'm on the same page with you guys. Detroit's got a chance to, you know, clinch and, and settle business uh, this week. Just some extra motivation for them. Uh, so Detroit minus three. I, I don't trust. I mean, Nick Mullins has played all right. The interception last week where he threw it into the lap of <laughs> you saw that, right? Yes. Got to get rid of there. that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I just don't have trust in him. Uh, they have the weapons. JJ's playing, whatever. Uh, Lions are going to come out both sides of the ball just and be rock solid. And like Dan said, just can't, you know, get put your foot off the gas. You just got to keep it down. Um, just keep pushing. And, and I think they, they cover this easily. They they just have to be careful with Minnesota's pressure and just make sure they're calling timely uh, types of plays to deal with that pressure and keeping golf uh, from getting smoked. So I like Detroit. I would really love to see Dan Campbell go up into the bowels of U.S. Bank Stadium and just fart in that fucking hole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. This one I had to put in there. I really didn't want to. But let's talk about a 325 Sunday game on Fox that literally only the people in the inner city of Chicago and the Phoenix area will see. (laughs) The 3-11 and Chargers at the 5-9 and Bears. Chilly day. Sunday at Soldier. Bears are favored by four and a half with 43 being the total here. Um, I'm not going to say a lot. I'll let Dave say more on this one. Give me the Bears minus four and a half. Give me the under in this game. It's going to be a dog shit football game. Justin Fields has played a lot better since coming back from injury. Kyler, God knows what the the little elf's going to do on a week-to-week basis. He's hurt again all the time. Kind of reminds me of Waddle that you don't know what's going to get injured during that game. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't even want to watch this game. I'll be in Illinois, and I'm already thanking God that I purchased Sunday tickets so I don't have to watch it. But, uh, Dave, I'll let you take it away. 
Yeah, this is the first one of the season I really haven't felt quite confident about. I feel like my if we pulled up my record with the Bears games this year, I'd say it's got to be decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, both teams are 50% on against the spread and over-unders this year. So it's literally a whatever could happen. Uh, it's in Chicago, which makes it even worse. Um, I just have this weird feeling we're going to have a Bears defense let down. The defense has carried us for three or four weeks now. And field has played better, uh, but still, you know, nothing crazy. Um, I just feel like for some reason the Cardinals are going to come out hot and we're going to be in catch-up mode and they're going to have to force fields to air it out. And I hopefully will see them air it out and it works out. So I'm going to take the over 43.5 with an absolute team fade guess and hopefully it works out. Uh, But hoping for a good football game and hoping the Bears can get a respectable dub against one of the worst teams in football. The Bears are really kicking themselves. They easily were playing to have the one and two pick yeah. with having Carolina, and Carolina's pretty well solidified you having the one pick. Yeah. Barring they decide to do something with their life, which is not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. But uh, you're kind of screwing yourself out of an, another early pick by playing well the last couple weeks. But, Mike, you normally follow Dave. Are we following again this week? Um, absolutely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, most of the time, Dave has a lot more conviction in his pick when it comes to the Bears. And he even told you, you know, is it's going to be a fade or guess on this one. So I'm not as confident in Dave's decision. Not that I'm not confident in him um, or, or in your decision either, Danda. But I'm going to go to the opposite way here. Um, I'm 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 actually going to take the uh, the cards um, with the the points here. Um, the cards have played some pretty competitive games over the last couple of weeks. They they beat the Steelers by 14. Uh, they played the 49ers actually pretty damn tight last week up until mm-hmm. uh, midway through the third quarter, fourth quarter. They still only lost by 14, but they put up 29 against a really good uh, 49ers defense. Um, to your point, I don't know what the elf's going to do here, um, but I do think that that um, that the cards uh, make it super competitive. I think it comes down to a last minute field goal, probably, or um, you know, the cards throwing it into the end zone, and um, you know, like someone like juggling it in their lap, and something stupid's going to happen. Um, oh God! <laughs> but Catch the I, ball! Fuck you, man. <laughs> Yeah, so give me give me those cards points. And this is one of those 50-50 games. I said it last week. If you have a 50-50 game and you're getting points, just take the points, uh, especially at what four and a half here. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, give it give me the points. Give me the cards with the points. We are all over the place here with me and the Bears minus four and a half in the under, Dave having the over and Mike having Arizona plus four and a half. Someone's going to win, baby. Someone's got to win. All right, our next game with playoff implications and all of Chiefs Kingdom should be watching this game. The 10 and 4 Cowboys at the 10 and 4 Dolphins. This one's Sunday at 325. Miami favored by one and a half, 50 and a half being the total. Mike, I know you said that the Bills you think are going to come out and win the AFC East, but uh, Miami does clinch a playoff spot with a win. Uh, Miami clinches the division with a win and a Buffalo loss uh, this week. So time running out on the Bills there. They've got to win out and pray for a couple losses. Um, Fun note here. um, On Tuesday at practice, the whole Miami O-line 
was out. Jesus. <laughs> Not great. Mike McDaniel was asked about it in his presser, and he just goes, eh. <laughs> Dude has mastered not telling the media anything, but uh, still making them love him. Um, I don't know why my heart just says Dallas money line on this one, and it has pretty much all week, even before seeing some of the injuries. Um, both of these teams are struggle against solid teams, but I think that the Dallas is the better football team in this one. Miami has mightily struggled against teams with winning records. Um, as have the Cowboys, but uh, the Cowboys have played more tough teams. And after getting their absolute ass handed to them in Buffalo last week, they've got to respond here in Miami. Be a nice warm weather game for them down there on Christmas Eve. So give me Dallas money line here. Mike? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that Bill, the Bills did put up a nice little blueprint of how to beat the Cowboys last week with, you know, running the ball um, down their throat, um, chewing up the time, um, frustrating the offense for being off the field. Um, this one's going to be down in, in Miami. So, I mean, obviously no weather issues down there. It's going to be a nice um, hot day. Um, but I, this is what I think. I think I'm with you, Dan, here. I think the to your point with the O-line struggling uh, to stay healthy, um, that defensive front for the, uh, for the Dallas Cowboys is, is nothing to joke around about. They, they need a bounce back game. They need their confidence back. Um, and I think that Miami can win here if they end up um, actually committing to the run. But I don't think they have the patience for it. Um, I think that they're going to continue to try the air to ball out. I know that they have a lot of quick passes, um, and Tyreek's coming back and he's, you know, going to play. Um, but I think that if they ran the ball um, the entire time and, uh, you know, opened up that offense, but I just don't think they have the patience. They just want to pass, pass, pass. With that being said, I'm going to take the Cowboys money line as well, Dan. Uh, I'm going to run with you on this one. And uh, I think 50 points is just too much to, to, to gain on two really, really competitive teams. So give me those Cowboys. Uh, money line i'll probably regret it later so dave i'm gonna take the under 15 and a half um like you said the dolphins have tended to struggle record-wise against teams that are or have winning records or just better football teams um dallas is really looking for a rebound this week uh they got exposed last t- last week by a team that is way better than their record um but not to make it about Buffalo. I think it's a very important game like Mike was getting to. It's going to be very important to see what McDaniel does with play calling. Like he said, if he's going to try and air it out, I guarantee Dallas does not let any of those big plays happen. Tyreek is not going to, if he's playing, I'm assuming he is. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be one-on-one on the outside. It's just, it's just not going to happen. Uh, so I look for the clock getting chewed a little bit. Dallas kind of takes some longer drives down the field, and and I do think Dallas will win the game, but I'm just going to take the under here with a, a rebound week for, for Dallas in that defense. I searched long and hard for this game in FanDuel to see if there was a, a bet that I could put that Micah Parsons was going to rest his nutsack onto his head yeah. as he concussed him. <laughs> it wasn't there, but I would have put the mortgage on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
We have a Carl alert in Denver. Uh, dog shit. Odd. Sunday night football this week will be exclusively on NFL Network as NBC has moved their Sunday night crew to Monday night or Monday afternoon. No, they did not. Sorry. They have all of Saturday. I'm an idiot. Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sunday night football will be the Patriots with a beautiful 3-11 and record will be traveling to Denver to play the 7-7 seven seven Broncos. Again, this game only on NFL Network. Denver favored by 6.5, 43.5 being the total. Carl takes into account another AFC West matchup, so it ought to be an absolute shit show in Denver with that clown with his white hat. No hard feelings to him or his family. I hope he gets a whole bag of coal every fucking year. Uh, give me Denver minus six and a half. The Patriots are dog shit. And shocker, there were deflated kicking balls again in mm-hmm. New England last Saw week. Yeah. No big deal, but no one's going to do shit about it because they're so bad this year. Mike, what are your thoughts on the Patriots and Broncos? Yeah, I'm with you here, man. Patriots are just dog shit. Um, the Broncos are 4-0 and in their last four games at home. It's in Denver. Um, they've beaten the Browns at home. They've beaten the Vikings at home. Um, they beat the Chiefs at home, and they beat the Packers at home in their last four. Um, and in uh, three of those games, they did cover six and a half. So um, with that being said, I, I'm going to take the Broncos um, points here. I, I don't want to. I think I really, really wanted to go with the under here. Um, you know, I, I – Damn. I really still want to go with the under, but I, I'm just going to take the Broncos uh, points here. Um, I, I think that they do get it done. I think it's a sloppy ass game and, um, and they should have never, ever scheduled this game ever. I, I'm with you. I like, I liked the total. I still like it, but it scares me how low it is. But Dave. Yeah, I have no other thoughts except for taking under 34 and a half. It's going to be an absolute dog shit game. Uh, I think the Patriots are like four and 10 on the over under this year. Um, they're just a really bad football team and Denver has their spurts of, they've been scoring more points as of late, but uh, they can also, you know, struggle against uh, not saying the Patriots have a good defense, but they've shown struggles as well. So I'm just seeing an absolute dog shit game. So keeping on the ground under 34 and a half. Santa Claus will be at Arrowhead Monday, Christmas Day at noon on CBS. The eight and six Oakland Raiders will be playing our nine and five Kansas City Chiefs with a win. The Chiefs win their eighth straight AFC West title. Be a beautiful banner to do it, especially against those pesky Raiders. See if they try to do some dumb shit before the game to get us fired up. They're pretty known to do that. Kansas City favored by 10, 40 and a half being the total here. One worry about Arrowhead is the ticket prices are ungodly low because the NFL is dumb and scheduled a game in the middle of the Bible Belt on Christmas Day at noon. Mm. But, uh, you know, Mike and I, we got rid of ours pretty much just what we paid for them. Yeah. Um, Still expect to see a sold-out crowd at Arrowhead, as always, but don't think noise will be as big of a factor. If you are a Chiefs fan looking to find an affordable game to go to this year, though, this is the one for you. Take the whole family. It'll be good for them. 
a little cold weather at Arrowhead. It, it's actually not going to be awful. But uh, give me Kansas City, minus 10 here. Give me the over 40 and a half. Let's put an exclamation point on our eighth straight AFC West title against the Raiders this year. Mike? Yeah, you scared the shit out of me when you said the nine and five Chiefs were playing the eight and six Raiders because I was like, when the hell did the Raiders win eight games this year? Um, they <laughs> did are, I say eight and six? You did. You scared me because I was like, if we lose that one, aren't we actually technically tied? Um, <laughs> they, they are six and eight, so thank God. Yeah, uh, I'm a clown. No, you're all good, brother. You just scared me a little bit there. I was like, I did not think the West was that tight. Um, <clears throat> So, yeah, uh, I'm definitely going with the over here. Uh, the Chiefs are going to donkey punch uh, the shit out of the Raiders. Uh, this is going to be really similar to a game that we went to a couple of years ago, Danda. Um, I believe that we both went to this one where the Chiefs were up like 35 to nothing at halftime or something. I remember Josh Jacobs fumbling on the first play of the game and yes. turning for a touchdown. Do you remember that one? Yes, it was, it was early in the year, too. Yes, very early in the year. This will be very, very similar. I do think the Chiefs do cover the 10 here. I think that they run away with it, and I think the Raiders just get absolutely demolished. But I'm not confident enough just because 10 points is so much. Might get some garbage time. But I am very, very, very confident in that over 40 and a half. I think both teams score. Um, and I, I, I would say the over here is my pick of the week. Uh, I don't see how it's 40 um it's gonna be it's gonna be fun the one thing i will say that i didn't really think about was that in kansas city on christmas there is a chance of rain uh the models are kind of split right now um but it's not supposed to be snow um it's not supposed to be anything crazy um so let's let's hope we we stay out of the rain there and even if we have rain who gives a shit the chiefs are still gonna stomp their ass and it's gonna go over so I'm going to take the Chiefs over here, um, the 40 and a half. I still remember those clowns taking their bus on laps around Arrowhead after the last time they won here. Then we beat them in that game that you mentioned where Josh fumbled on the first snap of the game. And as the game ended over the PA, wheels on the bus was played. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Dave? Yeah, with all of the uh, the struggle and hate and just unchief like things that have happened this year. Um, they have a chance to to clinch in a division game against a team they are 10 times better than, and that team is sadly coming off of scoring 63 points, but it is not going to happen this week. Um, Mike, I hope they score enough to cover your over, but I am going to take the Chiefs minus 10. Um uh, Sooner or later, Patrick Mahomes is going to explode. It's going to happen. He's, in my opinion, you're not going to like it. He's been a little bit of a crybaby, but I do feel for him. Drop passes. Kadarius Tony might need to retire. It's getting really bad. That one last week was awful. As far as they let him on the plane. It, yeah, it's it's bad. Uh, I'd like to see, I know Kels gets doubled a lot. I'd like to see Kels find a way to get him the ball a little more, uh, keep feeding rice kids really good. And maybe Mahomes, you know, uses legs a little bit and, and get the crowd going. Uh, but chiefs need to, you know, just punch him right in the gut right here. Minus 10, easy pick. Uh, and Mike, I hope they cover the over. I I'm kind of hoping the chiefs put up 40 here. That'd be beautiful. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at FanDuel right now. 
there's not even a bet. And this was a real one I was looking for. Uh, Mr. Tony for a reception total. Because whatever it was, I was going to bet the under. Yeah, I mean. He's not even listed right now. He'll get six targets and drop at least three and catch one. I, If I'm Mahomes, I'm not throwing there unless he is wide even open. Then, might flick through his hands, go up in the air, pick. Yeah. Trust did, it. Did you, uh, did you see Demarcus Robinson last night? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Mm-mm. I could, I could use. We could use him back. Uh-huh. Mm. He wasn't good enough for our team, but he made a nice little catch in the end, in the end zone, back of the end zone. Oh. Did you see Dirty Dan got cut by the by the Saints? Oh, bring him back! Yeah, bring him back! Yeah, Dirty Dan, Dan Swanson. Oh shit! I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, he's garbage. Bring his ass back. Bring back the whole gang to watch. Bring him back and watch Devontae Adams go fifty yards over his head. <laughs> first play accurate hey, dan is great on the goal line though okay. just leads with that helmet everywhere he yeah. goes all right the our uh mid-afternoon nap on christmas day yeah, this at 3 30 exactly. on fox the five and nine giants at the 10 and four eagles philly needed this game they needed this game bad philly favored by 13 and a half 43 the total the little Italian is going to suffer some pain here. <laughs> His agent may just have to like hide yeah. after this one because he's just a fucking clown. Give me Philly minus 13 and a half here. This will be a disaster. It will be over at halftime, in my humble opinion. Dave? The Philadelphia Eagles are showing their true selves in these last four weeks. Jalen Hurts is showing his true self. Clown. He's been hurt. I'm done using that excuse. He's not. I can't. Like I said, like three weeks ago, the MVP talk was an absolute joke. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. He's one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Uh, he's just not performing to his full right now. Um, whether they deny it or not, I still think there's some AJ Brown issues. All those when they're arguing, there's something going on that we're not being told about that. Uh, the team's just a little out of sorts, and the defense is getting cooked, which we're not used to. Uh, the corners aren't quite as good as last year. Safeties aren't quite as good. Um, the Eagles are fraud, and this is a massive spread. But with that said, I will take the Eagles minus 13.5 because <laughs> DeVito might not be able to eat his chicken cutlet sandwich after the game. Um I'm so sick. I'm happy that he's getting these wins and Daniel Jones is being exposed and I don't even know how they've gotten a couple wins, but this is just not, not the week for them. I think the Eagles win by 24 to 27 points here. I think it's literally going to be the ugliest game of the week and I will not be watching. Like Dan said, I will be asleep on a couch. Let's wrap up week 16 with our Monday night football game, 7-15 on ABC. Oh, let's let Mike talk about the Giants and Eagles. I'm sorry. Oh, no worries. No worries. Um, hey, so it's kind of weird. I, I, I hate this when they do this with the scheduling, especially with conference teams. Uh, I was just trying to go back to see when the Giants and Eagles played this year. Um, they haven't played. Uh, so they play this week, and then uh, the Giants and Rams play, and then uh, the Giants play the Eagles again on January 7th. So oh. two out of three weeks, these teams are going to play each other. To your point, Dan, the Eagles need this so damn bad. Um, the Giants have won three out of the last four games. 
Um, you know, they got a little bit of a spark from the little Italian, but last week they just got freaking demolished 24 to six against the saints. Um, this is in Philly. Uh, if you, if you watch the podcast with Jason Kelsey, that team is just, uh, is, is just so frustrated right now. This is where they get back on track. Um, and, and they win, um, and they win big here. So, uh, give me the Eagles with the points. Um, I don't know that the Giants even score, to be honest with you. It's, it's pretty crazy. Like, the Eagles have not played well. And even last game, they couldn't execute the, the tush push. Yeah. Kelsey, or Kelsey got called for the false start, moved the ball a yard forward. Like, they're just – I mean, he knew what he was doing. He got oh, yeah. caught. But I'm sure they've done it all year. But Does it every That's just <laughs> where their team is at right now. They're just They're just on a little skid, and hopefully they get off it. Good Monday night football matchup, and Mike, yeah. I apologize for skipping you there. I thought I went to you first, but no good, good, good Monday night football matchup here. Eleven and three Ravens at the eleven and three Forty ers Both teams playing for a little something here. San Francisco can <laughs> clinch the number one seed and the bye in the playoffs with a win, as well as a Philly loss, Dallas loss, and Detroit loss. I don't see that happening this week, but it is there. A little help, and. Uh, Cincinnati or Baltimore, the Baltimore frauds, they can win their division with a win and a Cleveland loss. Can you just say San Francisco minus five and a half for us? Because we know you're going to say it. San Francisco is favored by five and a half. 46 is the total. I will take the 49 <laughs> minus five and a half all day long. Baltimore is going to get their asses exposed over the next two weeks as they have the 49ers and then the Dolphins before they wrap up with the Steelers. The number one seed in the AFC is very much still alive between our Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Dolphins. Uh, But uh, let's go ahead and give those Ravens a big old L out in the Bay Area this week. Mike, you can go next. Did you say the over-under is 46 and a half on this one? Bingo. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. And uh, I, I know that Dan's been Ravens fraud, Ravens fraud, Ravens fraud, but they keep Till I die. They keep freaking winning. Um, they keep winning. And they're they're pretty damn good on the road, too. Um I do think the Niners probably win this game, but the one thing I see is points being scored. The only thing that I could see as far as points not being scored is if we just have these really, really long drives um, that, you know, they get a possession each uh, in the first quarter, a couple mm-hmm. possessions each. Um, seems like the the Ravens always have these games where there's just not a lot of possessions uh, just because they just they have so many weapons when it comes to Lamar running and the run pass um the RPOs. Um, and I really like their, their backup tight end. I can't remember what likely I think his name is mm-hmm. played really, really well. Um, and they're, you know, Odell's done pretty good this, this season. Um, but I think that there's just gonna be a, some points here. Um, might be, uh, might be a defensive touchdown too, which would add to those mm-hmm. points. Give me that over. Um, I think we, I think we get there, um, on, uh, prime time hate to do that on a prime time game. We know that in the past, these games have not shook out the way that we thought they would. Um, but we're starting to see in later on in the year that some of these primetime games are actually starting to get pretty damn good over the last couple of weeks. So uh, give me that over all day long. I will say that the Ravens are frauds till my grave because I challenge you when we get off air here to go look at their cupcake fucking schedule. 
Dave? With that said, if I could get a Dremel, I'd ask for one right now. Oh, this auto just pissed me right off. Easy peasy play of the week, Baltimore Ravens money line versus the 49ers. I hope Uh, you go 0-10. As you guys have seen, I believe it's the Monday night games. This Monday night, right? Yeah. Uh, 7-0 underdogs. 7-0 last seven weeks. I believe that is 100% true. Uh, Some of them in dog shit games. This is the best game of the week. Uh, Baltimore is being disrespected with five and a half as one of the best teams in the NFL. Look at their schedule. They have a lot of talent up front. Uh, feel bad for that Keaton Mitchell kid that went out with an absolute disgusting ACL uh, tear last week. It was hard to watch. Uh, Brock Purdy is the NFL leader right now for the MVP award, and good for him, but it should not be that way. He is going to feel the pressure on Monday night with that looming in the background. He's going to throw two picks, I believe. I'm not taking that as a bet. Uh, but Baltimore will win this game outright. Lamar is going to have one of the better games of his career slash season. And I look for Baltimore to clinch against, I believe, the best team in the NFL. Wow, that's bold. And I'm also excited to see the best two linebackers play head-to-head, Roquan Smith and Fred Warner. Well, since you're on a roll of absolute bullshit, why don't you give us what your sicko teaser of the week is? Okay, uh, Sicko Teaser is, I think it's the most confident one I've had all year long. If Baltimore's in it, I'm out. Uh, of course, Baltimore is the first leg. Uh, Sicko Teaser plus 250 is always plus seven extra points. Uh, we're going to take the Bills to minus five and a half against the Dunzo Chargers. Uh, Colts plus nine and a half because they're going to win outright. Ravens plus 12 and a half. Sorry, I already said that. Uh, because they're going to win out, right? Eagles minus six and a half because they're playing a high school quarterback. And Chiefs minus three because they are going to put up 40 at home on Christmas it. Day. I love I, it. I hope the Ravens just sink your you teaser. You hope they just lose by 14. Because then you can come out and agree with me that they are hey, They can lose by a touchdown. I'll be good with that. That's a, that's a trade-off. <laughs> I'm returning your Christmas present. That's fine. Mike, give us your Viagra boosted pick of the week. Oh well, you know, let's go let's go back to back. We have no wet noodle here this week. This is gonna be a plus one thousand fifty one bet. Pin's gonna win you a hundred and five dollars. I love this baby. I know, I know. We're gonna go with with five teams and we'll save the we'll save the goodies for the last one. So let's go Eagles money line here. Let's go Chiefs money line here. Love it. Uh, let's go Cleveland Browns minus two and a half here. Oh. Uh, CJ Stroud being out. Um, they're having some injury issues. They barely uh, snuck through last week. So give me the Browns minus two and a half. Give me those Jaguars. Goldilocks money line against the Bucks. Jags are plus 116 right now. You believe that shit against the Bucks? Um, I understand that Trevor's in uh, concussion protocol. Um, and, and that may change, um, but I, I think that he will play. Um, and then give me those Colts uh, money line against the Falcons. I have no idea why the Colts are, 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 are getting points in, against the Falcons. So give me, give me that. That's going to be plus 1051. Let's go back to back, baby. Let's have a huge week. 
Um, and let's get two of those, uh, two of those big parlays um, in a row. Mike, can you tell me Baker Mayfield's passing rating last week? It was perfect, baby. He's going to go literally <laughs> just stomp Goldilocks, bud. The Goldilocks has looked terrible, but I that, hope it wins for you. That will not happen. I want you both to know how much it pained me not to talk about Jacksonville this week. Oh, my God. Yeah. They've been so bad. Why would we talk about them? No, there's too many national broadcasts. I couldn't fit them into the slate. They should have been where the Bears game was, but I couldn't do that to you. The Bears are playing for the number one pick. There's a lot on the line. No, Carolina is playing <laughs> for the number one pick for the Bears. <laughs> and and uh, Bryce Young is going to continue that trend of locking that up. All right, let's go into the crazy parlay of the week. It is plus 14.39, five teams, all money line. Woo! For me, I wouldn't call it soft. It's not super mm, hard. It's kind of gaping right now. It's kind of like you like her a little bit. You don't love her. You're just yeah. looking for a good time. <laughs> Give me the Colts money line, Lions money line, the Bears money line, oh. Cowboy money line, mm. and 49ers money uh, line. That's going to be it right there. Funny story to tell you both. Last night, I went to pick up dinner after we got into town here in beautiful Bears country. This old man sitting in the carryout pickup area wearing a Chiefs jacket like I do every day looks at me and goes, you got some shit on your shirt. I go, excuse me? He goes, bear down or get the fuck out. (laughs) All right, have a Merry Christmas, old man. Fuck you. (laughs) I went, okay, enjoy the playoffs too, fucker. Yeah. (laughs) Just walked out. Jesus Christ, it's fun to be home. (laughs) But from all of us here at Pick'em with Dan, Dave, and Mike to you and your family, we thank you for listening and we wish you a Merry Christmas. We get together next week for our New Year's edition, week 17, fantasy football. Most leagues wrap up in that one as well. But, uh, expect the clinching scenarios to be rampant next week in our picks so happy picking get your bets in for a great christmas week slate and we will talk again real soon let's do it boys